0: right here on the Live Paranormal Radio Network and iHeartRadio.com. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host here in Los Angeles, and I come to you live from my home in Southern California every week at 3 p.m. Pacific time. This show is about everything that lives beyond the three dimensions. So whether you're uh, wanting to know about God, the afterlife, spirits, or you think you have a Loch Ness monster and you're above-ground swimming pool. It belongs right here on Haunted Playground. And every week, I gather what I feel to be the most beautiful and lovely and smart and wonderful minds and hearts and souls in both the spiritual and the paranormal communities. And we talk about everything that lies beyond the veil um, and even more. Um, and my guest today is a wonderfully talented psychic medium. Um, whom I've had on my shows before. Also very excited to talk about a new project that he has called uh, Psychics Unite. Maybe not new, new, but new since I interviewed him last. Really bringing lightworkers together for the benefit of the everything, which I love. Uh, Please welcome to the show, to this show for the first time, um, and back onto my radio shows. It's been a while, and I'm glad to have him here. The wonderful Scotty Rorick is here. How are you, my friend? It's great to hear your voice. I am
1: great. It's so awesome to talk to you again. Um, it, it's been so fun. I mean, things have changed so much in years, but we're still friends and we're still here. This is awesome. So very excited Isn't to be that here not
0: today. Yeah, I, I came out of the psychic closet. Congratulate me. I came out five years. Ago. I know.
1: That's. What, I saw that. <laughs> I, I was know, like, right? Oh my god! I'm like, finally, <laughs> finally, you're out. You're out. Oh, that's
0: I know, that's people, literally it was my psychic friends that kind of dragged me out. It just became embarrassing after a while, but,
1: um, and then really
0: my mother's death, her coming to me right after her passing and saying, okay, kid, now you do it, and um, so I consider it part of her legacy, and uh, I don't know, it's the most wonderful thing I've ever done for the world. I'm so happy, and I know you are, too. Um, Yeah, it's amazing.
1: It's amazing that our parents, you know, because my dad is on my spirit team now. You know, him and I in life, we never really got along. I mean, we, for 10 years, we didn't even talk. Um, you know, we would physically fight and um, because he didn't believe in anything that I did. And now that he's passed, he goes, I wish I knew what I know now. And I said, yeah, I wish you knew then too because you could have had a lot better life. But him being at every one of my readings, at every one of my investigations, at everything I do, He's on my spirit team and, and, and no one can touch me with, with my spirit team around, you know, so it's amazing to have them and have him on my side and have the dad that I always wanted to have, you know, so that's, it's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, mine, mine was my, my ultimate best friend, right? I didn't think I would continue to live when she no longer did. Cause I didn't know that there would be a purpose for me because we were always a team, um, right. but just, the legacy of everything that she taught me, um, Spirit has kind of guided me to, to continue to bring her messages to the world. And then that sort of became the basis for my RaisingTheVibration.org nonprofit movement. And then that turned into ministry. And then that turned into me finally getting dragged out of the closet, kicking and screaming and starting my own spiritual practice. Almost five <laughs> years ago in July, be, next month will be five years. Um, wow. And you know what? I just feel like every day when I work either with clients or in workshops or on the air doing radio, TV, whatever, I'm I'm doing her work and she's with me. And it's really helped with the grieving process, right? The best way I think right. you can grieve is to keep that person alive in your heart and realize that they're not gone per se. They're just somewhere else.
1: Right. Yeah, you can't physically hug them, but you can still Emotionally hug them, you know, they're still there all the time and they're still giving advice. They're still they're still exactly, you know, what they are or in some cases better. So, you know, I'm happy when they cross over and and they get the, and they get, you know, because when you cross over, everything's released for you. You know, you no longer hold anything, the grudges, the pains, anything of life. And then once you become that, it's so much Greater for him too, as a soul. That I know next time that he comes, he'll 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 be just that much better of a soul. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. What keeps you still doing the work and loving the work? It's funny because I had a talk today with um, a younger psychic who, like so many psychics, gives you the line right. They want to get out of seeing clients and they just want to teach and they just want to write books. And just just for curiosity, I always ask uh, why, because I'm fascinated by that topic. And it's right. always the same answers. Um, I don't want to see everything inside someone. People are too much. Um, they don't listen when you tell them things. They ask the same questions over and over again, which I always respond. And, you know, with love in my heart, what exactly did you think your job was? <laughs> and maybe it's because... I come from a background of my mom being a child therapist. My grandmother was a psychologist and set up a lot of psychological programs within colleges and and it's to me that's whether you're a therapist, a minister, or a spiritual counselor, that's your job, right? If people right, got yes. it every time told them, they instantly got healed. We wouldn't have to keep coming back to the earth to get it right, right? Human beings Correct. are obstinate little creatures. And sometimes you do have to answer the same question 50 times. I just, to me, that's that's what's expected of me. I don't have a problem with that. But for you, um, I mean, where do you, how do you feel about that? Because you must hear about some other psychics all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. I I, I hear it from them and I always look at them like, are you really in this for the real reason? I mean, our gifts, and I call them gifts because, they're, you know, I've had them all my life. So somebody gave them to me, you know um i i've just practiced them i've i've honed them to get where i am and what i do but but the biggest thing is is i look at it that every day of my life i need to help at least one person i can't change the world but i can help one person at a time and you said you know you hear it over and over and over again but i but that person doesn't hear it over and over again that's a new question to that person every day you know every right. person every person has a situation that that they're going through and if it's the same as somebody else great then it's a little bit easier for me but you know in most cases it isn't because there's nuances to everyone's situation and we're here to help them live a better life we're here to help them uh, fulfill some of the the problems they've had or, or or look at or you know so you know i can't tell you how many people have have this deep sorrow that they didn't say goodbye, or, or they didn't say something to the loved one, and then now they're sad and they're going to spend the rest of their life in this t- kind of depression state because they didn't get it. But if we could talk to them, let's get it resolved. You know, you just tell them what you want to hear it, and they will tell you back. But to me, it, it 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 is the work. It is it is about making someone feel better, making someone live a better life. And that's that's what I use with my gifts. That's what I use, and that's what we do. Um, and if it's the same, well, so be it. And I'm not here to teach. I, I, I mean, I teach classes, of course, you know. And I'm I'm a minister now too. But the thing is, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not here to make you change your mind. I'm here just to tell you the truth, right? And then yeah, it's up to absolutely. you. To, it's up to you to decide if what I'm telling you resonates with you or not, and then that's your decision in life. It's not mine to change everybody.
0: Yes, and not everybody, um, everybody processes differently. Some people want to call and ask you the same five questions over and over again. Well, then I'm here to minister with that. And if somebody actually wants to get it and move forward and grow and become enlightened and, move down their path and and they 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 come to you with a different set of questions every time well wonderful i'm here to help them with that i mean you help people with what they need right and oftentimes right. people come to us because they're stuck and when someone is stuck they're not necessarily going to get unstuck immediately i mean that's that's right. what and they real. don't have the resource
1: to to find somebody to help them you know and that's what we're here for well,
0: Right. And and, and you
1: talked about it in your intro of me, but that's kind of why we started Psychics Unite. We needed a place for people to go who need help, who want help, who are searching. Not only with people with gifts, because we help all kinds of psychics and mediums and we do classes every, every, we we actually hold a meeting every week, every Monday night at two different places here in Madison. But we got about eight, eight or nine groups going across the country so far and the thing is it's, it's a place where you can go to any psychics unite and know that that someone's there is going to be able to help you someone's going if yeah. I have gifts I don't know where my community is you come and talk we always say we're the AARP for psychics
0: that's nice nice yes <laughs> but you don't get a discount because you're a psychic do
1: you right, right. not yet not yet once we get big enough you probably will
0: <laughs> because you really should you really should Um, Yeah, psychics need to come together, right? Because a lot of psychics are very adversarial with each other. That's something I was completely unprepared for. When I took the leap into the spiritual world professionally, um, I thought I dealt with people in the entertainment business since I was four years old. There's no way I'm ever going to encounter that again. And then I walked into the spiritual world and was like, oh, it's worse. It is worse. There's a lot of competition and backbiting and slamming and um wow was i unprepared for that were you unprepared for that
1: no i saw it growing because you know i've been doing this for how many years now i just i just was talking to a person i mean this year is my 30th year for paranormal investigating so i mean wow. it's been quite a while That's- that i've been in this
0: yeah yeah, And, and I, I, you I,
1: know, really I've really had my gifts all my life. but And then when we first started Psychics Unite, I mean, it's already almost 10 years since we opened our first group. But when we started it, that was my biggest thing. I never saw uh, people getting together and coming together and, and being one. But then, then I realized that it's the ones with the egos and they don't show up anyway. Um, but there's so many people that are looking for the help, are looking for this that that's what surprised me more than anything. I know that people think that this is their road to fame. This is their road to, you know, writing a book, like you said. I mean, you know, that type of stuff, is that's what people want to do it for. But that's not what I want to do it for. I want, I'm out there to help the person. Like I said, one person every day. That's my goal. And, of course, I help way more than that. But I keep it small. I mean, I know what I need to do every day. I need to help someone live a better life. And if I can do that, then I've I had a successful day. I can lay my head at, down at night and, and enjoy my sleep.
0: Yeah, that's nice, right? I love that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, it's all about helping and healing for me. That's a hundred percent what it's about. And I uh, correct. I I can't imagine. I don't know. I, I feel like there's so much for all of us, right? There's so many people that need there help. There is. There's. There's so many of us working in different parts of the world. There's room for all of us, that kind of competitiveness. But I've seen it, like you said, in the paranormal community for decades where it was, you know, oh, no, we discovered this location and you can't go there. Right. Wow. (laughs) You know, it's funny because um, I grew up about an hour south of L.A. And during COVID, I came down here. Um, and wound up staying in my childhood home, which had been empty since my mom passed in 2016. And I was okay. going to fix it up to rent, and then I fell in love with her energy being here and decided to stay. So this is a place that is almost all Native American burial ground. Um, half the city is below sea level, where I live is. I'm right by the burial ground. And oh, wow. um, up here in the 80s, it was very evangelical. So you never talked about it. And now people are starting to talk a little more about it. So there's a creepy old haunted house in the center of the town that I think at one point probably was the land of the whole town was owned by this family in this house. And I remember as a kid, my mom loved it because we were fascinated with history. And when my mom was very involved in the embroidery guild, she would host like Victorian teas there because we both loved the 1800s. But nobody's ever really paid any attention to it. Well, come to find like 10 years ago, I meet this person who becomes my best friend, and she and her family are the custodians for this house because they run the historical society here. So still, nobody really goes in there. Nobody, nobody. So um, about six months ago, a couple of YouTube influencers who live in this town wanted to go there and investigate it, and they did. And I met them the first night and wound up collaborating with them on five or six different videos and all but one that was at my old high school were in this house. Well, now people have started to notice this house and it's become on the radar and people are telling me like, oh, we, went, we saw the video with you guys and now we've gone to that house. And it'll be interesting to see what happens now with paranormal right. investigators in that house now that it's come on the radar because it was just not invisible for so long.
1: Right. It's amazing. Exactly. You know, but then but then I always worry, too, because then I want to know, you know, the the one thing that gets me, and in, 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 I'll jump on my soapbox really early here in, in our call, um, is the fact that that I can't stand people who make so much out of this and make it scary or make it so much more than what it really is. Because I always say any communication with spirit is amazing. It doesn't have to be a demon. It doesn't have to be evil. It doesn't have to be all this. And a lot of people go to that because then they think that they're more important. And I'm just like, please, you know, find out the real reason that the spirits there are the way they are. I mean, because, you know, it's not evil. I mean, it could be depression. I mean, because when you look at the emotion and you get it spiritually, it's very similar to a lot of other ones, anger, hate depression, sadness, are all very similar feelings, you know, when you get it. So what are, is it really? And, and most people will go right away to a demon or evil because then they think it's more important or that place is more important. Actually, the story of the people that live there is more important than going to the evil or that type of, of feeling. Does that make sense?
0: 100%. And I think I always say that my favorite part of all paranormal shows, is the first 10 minutes where they tell the stories of the history of the place.
1: Yes, yes, I agree with you. That's right. That's exactly it. And then they make so much more because, oh, we've got to keep this on. We've got to keep this story going. No, you don't. Tell me exactly what happens. I mean, because I've, right. I've, done, I've done a place where there was a serial killer and he was burying people on his land, you know, and that was an, that was an evil place. I mean, that was nasty. But see, then I'm also the other thing is I'm also a spiritualist, by the way, and as a spiritualist, we don't believe in hell. There's no such thing, and so everything because our God is, is one of love, one of that wants to encourage us, wants us to grow, wants us to learn. You know that's what we're here for. You know, and so with my God, that's the way I, I look at life, and I don't get that feelings. I don't get that evil, but I get that depression. I get that sadness. I get that, you know, person committing those crimes. So is there evil? Yes, but there's not there's not to the, to the level that most people try to make it.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, there's enough darkness and negativity and scary stuff that happens in locations. You don't have to make it worse by going from an A to demon. I mean, everything's, Correct. Not, Correct. everything's right. not a demon. If there was a demon, you wouldn't want to go there. If there was a demon in the house, for God's sake, stay away from it because there are very few people in the world that can actually handle an actual demon.
1: So right. please don't go there. Right. But people want to do it because then their YouTube channel gets more views or their episode gets more views or whatever. I mean, but to me, it's like, let's tell the story of the people that were there. Let's tell, let's tell really what happened, you know. In a lot of cases, it was sad. I mean, there's a lot of sadness that happened in these places. A lot of people that struggle, but then there's a lot of happiness that we don't don't get. And I would rather hear that in this story than the sadness.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Absolutely. So where do you stand so you don't believe, as a spiritualist, you don't believe there's hell? No, I don't, no.
1: Because I all believe that, that once we cross over to the other side, we are forgiven. You know, we all go through um, life review. We all have to spend the time reviewing our life because then, like I always say in life review, it's like it's like you're you're shown what you did in life, good, bad, and ugly, and then you're shown yeah. all the rip all the ripples that your decisions have caused upon to other people yeah. and to their families. So you there is there is a lot to do, you know, in that time when you cross over, you know, unless you were really good, and then it's very short. You know, and there's a lot of people that like that. You know, like my grandmother and stuff. Their, their time in life review was short, but then there's other people that their life review takes years. <laughs> but but we learn we learn from it, and then we're forgiven, and then then we're allowed to be in heaven, or the other side. I just call it heaven because it's kind of the general term most people understand. But I I always sure. call it just crossing over to the other side but then we're allowed to be there and then we can choose again if we want to come back or we could choose to stay there or we can choose to go to other planets. We can, you know, whatever it is, we choose at that time when we're forgiven and then we move on with the next portion of our, our lives and our lives aren't one. That's the biggest thing I want to tell everyone. I mean, think how many lives we've had and and how many things we've tried. And, And that's so exciting to know that every time we come, we're learning, we're, we're, we're doing stuff different, or we might not be. And a lot of people feel that way. They feel like, oh, I'm stuck in this life. But that's why we're here as spiritual people to help them get through it or learn something. Like for me in this life, I conquered alcoholism early, early, early on. I mean, I was an alcoholic and I mean, I quit in in college. And I've now been, this year will be 36 years sober, but I conquered it. So I don't have that and that ability anymore moving forward and then then I took the same thing that I started eating I you know I play football you remember how heavy I was in back in the day um, sure. I am the lowest I am the lowest weight I've been in since before high school right wow. now and and it it's because you? I'm using the same ideas you know why do I why do I sit around and blame anything or anything why why don't I change myself now Why don't I become of love now? And why don't I do the love now than wait till when I go to heaven? You know, I want to be that person that I would be in heaven right now. Yes, yes. And I learned that that in ayahuasca, when I took ayahuasca.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, so tell me about that.
1: We went to, what was kind of funny is when we went to uh, do ayahuasca in Kentucky, uh, we didn't go to Peru. We went to a shaman in Kentucky who's no longer with us. He exactly. passed away just not... like <laughs>
0: You don't really but think he... about Iowa, Kentucky.
1: Yeah, I know you don't. But, but the cool thing about Kentucky is they allow you to practice your religion, whatever it is. So we joined the right. Native American church, and that's one of their ceremonies. So it was wow. totally 100% legal to do it.
0: Oh, that's and fantastic. he
1: he ended up he ended up getting the TV show I think he was on, I think it was on Vice Network or somewhere. I think it got all over. Quest was the group, and they're still going, even though Steve the Shaman died. But we were one of the early people there for the ceremonies. But it was it was the worst night of my life, and then the next day was the best day of my life. So it was quite it, ayahuasca was really a different, and I wasn't as prepared as. So if anyone ever wants to try it, I'll work with you ahead of time because it's, it's not an easy journey. Because my first night, they took everything away from me. I couldn't, tell you, I, I couldn't tell you what words meant because they didn't make sense. Like, I couldn't tell you days of the week. The term Monday, somebody said Monday, and I didn't even know what, understood what that is. Some place wow. that looked like it was a foot away seemed like a mile away. Things that were a mile looked like a foot. You know, it was just really different. I mean, there was no time. I didn't understand time. I didn't understand space. I didn't, I didn't understand anything. It showed me that I was insignificant in everything because the universe is in control. I am not, which is what I needed. And as a psychic medium, that's what I needed. Uh, it, we, a lot of people spend time in that ego space, and they took it away. It was, But I had an out-of-body experience where I was actually standing looking at my soul um, on the mattress during the ayahuasca trip. And the shaman came up to me and started talking to me. I looked at the shaman and I said, "Uh, what the, and I used the F word. I said, I I said, how the F are you talking to me? He goes, Scott, he goes, the same way you talk to spirits. I'm, I'm talking to your soul. There's your body, here's your soul and then it made so much sense after i was like ah, i get all this now the whole world just came together and but it was still awful because i mean i i, I had a cpap mask on cuz i you know i have cpap yet um sleep apnea so i and i kept telling the shaman i'm not breathing he goes first of all you're talking and second of all you have got a cpap on of course you're breathing <laughs> so he's trying to show me all this stuff but i but the universe was showing me no 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 you know this is all And time, there was no time. There's no such thing as time. So I got to see what no time actually exists because everybody is so worried about time. But in in the universe, there is no time. So we saw that. But the first night was so scary with them taking everything away. And they took it away so fast in my journey. I mean, it was bad. The next day was our second dose day, and I almost didn't go. I was I was looking up hotels to go to because my family wanted to still do it. I said, "Okay, you guys do it. I'm not doing it." I was just I was so frightened. I was so scared. But the second night, something told me at the last moment to stay, and I did. And I I and I did the ceremony the second night, and that was the night that they taught me what love was. What, wow. what unconditional love what love really means in in every form. It was the most glorious night of my life. And then that night I'm walking around, like have my arms out and I'm sharing love with all the people that are on their journeys. And they were waking up out of their journeys because they were feeling the love. And the shaman, I said, the shaman goes, Oh, I see they're teaching you love tonight. I go, yes, they are. Aren't they? He goes, he goes, keep going. But, but then that's when I got another spirit into my life—the spirit of, of ayahuasca. So Mother Ayahuasca has been with me ever since, because then I found I had a past life as a, as a Peruvian shaman, and that night wow. of love, that night of love, I heard her say to me, "She goes, welcome home, Scotty, welcome home."
0: Oh, that's lovely. And I started <laughs>
1: crying. I know. I started crying, but my but after that moment, my readings changed. In the old days, I used to have to sit and listen to something, you know, a spirit, and then give you the message from them. Now they just talk through me. So my readings are a lot faster than than they used to be. So if I, in the old days, if it took me a half hour, now it takes me 15 or 20 minutes, you know. Yeah. And you get everyone say, oh, that sounds like my, that sounds like my, that sounds like um, my grandpa said, because it's him talking.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yes, that's so, so beautiful yeah i have, I have the same um I just channel directly from spirit, but I was taught by my mom at a very young age to keep that channel open all the time
1: so see that's a that's view. marvelous that you yeah. had that yes
0: to be in – I remember once when I was in my early twenties, I was dating a guy who had done you know peyote and mushrooms and and uh psilocybin and and uh acid, and one day he was like. How come I did all this stuff and you've come up with the exact same spiritual answers? And I laughed and I said, well, because I was taught it was okay to ask questions. So from a young age, I was asking my mom questions. She taught me how to keep the channel open and ask God questions. It's amazing how many answers you get when you just ask questions if you're not blocking everything out and and self-sabotaging yourself.
1: Correct. And that's amazing really that do. you had that, yeah. you know, that, that backing because none of us do it. You know, like I said, my dad didn't believe. My mom didn't know one way or the other. And she she believes now, you know, but but then she didn't understand. and and But that's what's great. And that's what's great that the answers come to the people who still seek, you know what I mean, like you said. Because the answers are the same no matter what we have. You just got to be able to ask, like you said, like ask. Once we ask yes. the universe, they exactly. they will show you everything, but you have to ask yes. for it.
0: Exactly. But you have to be the one to ask.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, and that's hard for some folks. Some folks don't don't want to ask um,
1: be- because then me, then they have to change them. Yeah. See, that's the biggest thing. Yes, is my biggest thing for people is, is take the ownership. Yes, okay. You had maybe some people had a bad life and things. But you can't blame your parents all your life, you know. Now it's your your fault for allowing this to continue, change. Yes. So most yes. people like to blame others instead of taking the ownership and change.
0: Yeah, exactly, yes.
1: What and that's the toughest thing in the world.
0: Do you think with clients, what's the one that's hard for you um, when you can't provide help for folks? I mean, not that you uh, can't help them in a session, you can't fix when you can't help them to fix what they're not fixing. I mean, do you think mostly it's love? Because I think love. No. People want no, it's to be health. health. Oh,
1: health. Okay. Toughest one. And 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 see, that's the thing too, because that's the mm-hmm. toughest one with me, and it's taking me all these years to finally start getting myself into a place where I love myself again you know and I've been in this right. and I've not always loved myself. You know, I used to be 325 pounds. Now I'm 195. Yes. And I still see myself as the old heavy self. And okay. And that's tough. You know, it's because you can't lose that. And but that's where I'm working on and I'm getting better with it. And I, you know, and I now say the terms, you know. I love myself. I love who I am. I love Me, I don't care what I look like, but it's me. Right, yeah. It's beautiful. So that, I think, is the toughest part. And and then it is love right after. That would be the next phase because love is the next thing because we can't even love ourselves in, in a lot of cases.
0: Well, but that's the thing, right? I think with most of the folks that I work with from a relationship standpoint, and a lot of my clients are love and relationship clients, um, the bottom line is always they're not putting themselves first and they're not loving themselves enough. Correct. But if you, if you learn to love yourself, this situation would rectify itself one way or another.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I get the the biggest thing is I've, and, and I'm okay because I give the message the way I get it, you know, or it's channeled through. Um, so uh, people go, you tell people that they need to get divorces? I said Yes. All the time because that's what spirit said. I didn't say it, your dad said it, your yeah. mom said it your your grandma said it your you know your cousin right. or your old boyfriend said it I mean that's who said it i'm I'm not making this up, so <laughs> I'm just giving you what what spirit is giving me, so they tell you bail 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 and, right, and
0: exactly
1: you know, and I've tell other people to get married, you know so or start dating. It's that type yeah. of thing. So I mean, it, it is, but it all starts with that. Yeah, I guess it all starts with that love. Even even health starts with that love. Yes, I
0: think how, all of it. Yeah, every bit of it starts with finding that love inside of yourself for yourself. Yeah, but, it's so important.
1: Right, and then and then and, and then forgiveness is the next one after health, love, and and the last one is forgiveness because too often we hold grudges and. Like I said earlier, as a spiritualist, I don't believe we hold grudges when we go over. I believe God takes and shows us why that happened, and and we realize why it happened, and we move on, and we love. Because I know in readings, they go, go, I never expected that person to come because him and I weren't close. But I go, so what do you think he's doing now on the other side, other than spending time trying to mend the relationship that he knows he effed up, you know, so how can he help you now? Well, he can't go back and change the past. Nobody can. But he can be here now to help you make more sound decisions now moving forward. And and the forgiveness, so then again, you can start loving yourself more because it was their fault, not yours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes, Yeah. And and it and it to me it it feels I mean, I think the greatest joy in the world is to help somebody find themselves and find love for themselves.
1: Right. I if agree. I and and the that's the reason that. we do it, right? But,
0: well hopefully that's a, the reason people the reason I do it, absolutely.
1: I know, and that's what I said because um, oh. I don't know if you ever talked with John Zaffis. Him and I had a oh, conversation. Yeah. yeah, Johnny is great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we had a conversation once, and we said because we saw the the increase of teams, you know, in the early um, 2000s, you know, and and then the 20s or the 10s and the 20s, you know, and then now it's now it's down on the other side because there's not as many teams anymore. But we we said we looked at each other and we said the people that are doing it for the right reasons will still be here, and we are, you know so you are yes. and i'm and i am and he is and and the people for the right reasons are still here and and that's what it is because it's not about fame i mean if i ever got a show i'd be on it i'll take it but that's not the reason i'm doing it the work Absolutely. you know and i always yes. say that i i want and i'm glad you had me on your radio show i mean the more i can be out there to explain Psychics tonight that's what i would rather have i would rather have that group being like AARP, everywhere, in every major city, so everybody could do it, and and if it takes me to be out there to, to get that message out, then that's what it's about. But I need yeah. to help people. That's why I want any notoriety, is because I want to help people. I want to get the message yeah. out to more people.
0: I, I feel the same way. It's why I do radio shows and my video talk shows, like all of it, my psychic broadcast, I do it because the more people I can reach, the more I can heal people. Correct. Because I can't hours in the day, right? I can't read from clients at once, but I can teach a workshop or I can get out there and do a broadcast and reach that many people at one time. And and, and so much of the time, Scott, people just need to be loved. Correct. They just need a little bit of energy to touch them so they feel loved.
1: Also, they need to be listened to because most Absolutely. people don't don't feel they have anyone to listen to and so Absolutely. since since this whole thing, and if you see my Facebook page and stuff, I know you have, but you've seen I created yeah. my own Ectomobile. and um so that's for everybody listening that's a, the car from ghostbusters i didn't i didn't yeah. create yeah. Uh, I created one out of a van. Um, so it's more of my tribute to it. The reason I looked at it was like, I'm not the original guys from the movie. I'm the franchise in Wisconsin that, that is doing ghost hunting now, but I can't get out of a gas station for 20 minutes after I get gas because everybody comes up to me. I go to Walmart, 20 minutes, people are talking to me, taking pictures, talking to me, telling me about their stories nobody so I am so happy to have that as that calling card or that that notoriety thing so people can see it and go, "Oh, he must be okay with me telling him his ghost story yes, I am so i'm I'll listen to you, and then they'll feel comfortable because they haven't told them. so we had one second unite group in in Fort Wayne um Indiana, and we had two ladies come to the meeting it was one of our first meetings there, and two ladies came there in their seventies and They've never been able to tell anybody that they had gifts, that they saw spirits and, you know, do the same stuff as we do. And they did that day, and they talked about it, and everybody, you know, hugged them and and agreed with them. And they started crying because there's seven years of uh, pent-up frustration because they've never told anybody in their whole life. And to me, that's the reason why we're doing this.
0: Yes. Oh, I agree. A hundred percent. It makes me so sad when people will say to me, and I get this a lot on my, because I do three live psychic broadcasts a week where I just do free readings for folks. I figure it's my ministry and my give back to say thank you spirit because I have a very successful psychic practice and I'm so grateful to have my spiritual practice But you just kind of keep giving back, right? And it makes me so sad, Scotty, when people, you know, whatever it is, I, I have past life memories or, I, I think I saw a spirit, or I think I, I got a message from one of my guides, but is it evil? Because I was raised that it was evil. And right. I was so lucky that I wasn't raised that it was evil, but I was raised, like I said, in this area in the 80s where everything was about evil here. And I remember once when I was in uh, college, my, it was my father's turn to host the work Super Bowl party. So the boss's wife came to approve our house which in itself is weird. And, you know, our house, we're Irish, Scott. Our house had dragons and fairies and all over. The lady freaked out and told my mom if we wanted to throw the party, we had to take all the dragons down and the fairies. And, of course, my dad was like, please take them down. And my mom told your father, don't ever ask me to take my dragons and fairies down again. But that was how (laughs) the place was. Like, we didn't tell anybody mom was a psychic, and we didn't tell anybody – that there was alternate spirituality happening here um, right. because it was so conservative. So I feel for people who are so scared that they're going to be rejected by their church, which for a lot of folks is their community, right? Because they have decided to open their spiritual palate up. You know, I'm a minister at a progressive Christian church in Hollywood. And um, it was founded by, Um, a couple of gentlemen who were gay that got kicked out of their fundamentalist church because they were no longer allowed and they made a church for everybody. And so people at our church are basically Christian. I like to call Christian plus. Like they they believe in being Christian, but they also have, they're allowed to have other things to add to their spiritual palette. And I think that's how we all should be. Like if you want to be Christian or Jewish or, or Hindu or whatever you are, if you want to still be that, go ahead, but don't ever think that, that God doesn't want more other stuff and, and maybe add some other stuff in there and figure out who you want to be.
1: Right. It's, exactly.
0: It's, um.
1: But even you know, as a spiritualist, that's what we believe, you know, we don't, we're not here to change you into our beliefs. You know, we're just going to show you what we believe. And the cool thing about uh, spiritualism is that, you know, they're out of Lilydale, New York. Right. And, um and, when spiritualism first started here in the United States, one of the biggest hotspots for it was Wisconsin where I am, I'm in Madison and between here and, and um, Whitewater and Lake Geneva and Milwaukee, Milwaukee still has their training, the spiritualism training center in Milwaukee. And so this area was huge. And we had a camp here like Lilydale that's still running called Waniwak. And, it's still running here but in the days we used to get hundreds of thousands of people coming every summer to come in and see this the psychics and the readers and and do the shows and everything so for me it, it's been better because we're not as we're not as you know so right-wing as as other places we're, we're allowed to be ourselves here and that's what's amazing and that's why i love madison area everything even gay lesbian lgbtq whatever i mean you can be whatever you want to be here in madison
0: yeah I, and you know what's interesting is my mom did her master's degree uh at university of wisconsin madison she went to um well at the time it was downer with the girls school it's now been eaten up by lawrence which was school in milwaukee and yep. then she went to madison to get her master's degree and my godmother was her best friend from college it was like her soulmate best friend so she loved that place she always said that there was a part of her that stayed in wisconsin forever and my uh my and my aunt did stay in wisconsin forever my godmother so um there's kind of a real magic surrounding milwaukee in that area um Correct. A, a kind of a magic kind of a native american magic mysticism too right scotty
1: oh yeah very much so i mean we have so many burial grounds here. I mean, we go out with our psychic genetic group. There's a there's a place here in Madison that we go to, and the spirits come out. You smell the smoke. You you know you, you smell the food and all the stuff for, that they used to be cooking. It's still it's still a vibrant community even after they're all gone because this place was so wonderful to them.
0: Yeah, yeah, really, really, really beautiful. I remember when I was a kid. Uh, we lived in Chicago for a while, driving up there and, and going there and driving to the Dells and um, right. just a mad place. I'm I, One of my yeah. favorite things about life, I mean, I'm not a person who always has to be traveling. I mean, I live on the Pacific Ocean, so I feel like my life is a resort, but um, I love to go to different places in the country and the world and just feel the energy of what they feel like and really sort of get kind of a like just rent a car and drive and get accustomed to a new area. And interestingly enough, my mom was born in Louisville, Kentucky. And okay. um well, That's and I I believe the first time you did my show, right? We were both doing Mid-South Paranormal, right? Weren't we?
1: Ooh, correct, we were. Yes.
0: That's yep. that's how we met. And um correct.
1: Yeah, we met through Keith. Yeah.
0: We have to, right, so I've just had on my show again. Um
1: okay. <laughs> What a
0: mess, like, that is, right? And, oh, my right. God, I couldn't believe when I was there, how much of Louisville's energy felt like my mom. I mean, you, you pick up an area that you live in, part of that energy seeps into you, and you become right. part of that place's energy, um, which is fantastic, I think. And there's so much mystic stuff in Louisville. So, I mean, there's so here's, here's the stars. thing
1: for you. i I been to 46 states. Okay. There are four left, and where you live is one of the ones I've never been to.
0: You've never been to California?
1: Never been to California. I've never been to what was it? New Mexico, and I've never been to Arizona and Hawaii. Those are my last four. I mean, I haven't been to Alaska, but I've never made it down to that corner of the country. So that's on my bucket. I'm going to get all fifty before I get out of here wow yeah so i'll come see you
0: okay but yeah yeah,
1: that's been it's on my list i uh, you know so i'm just like you too i love to see and i love to feel and i love to just know what the energy of all the land is and it's so amazing this country is so spectacular and and you know it's just hard for me to know that some people never get out of their hometown i'm like really that's Kind of sad, because there's yeah. so much to see, so much to feel. there are so many wonderful people in this world, but we tend to if we watch the news, we tend to think everyone's terrible when it's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. everybody's great, only the few that are mm-hmm. terrible make the news,
0: not at all, not at all. there's so much beauty so much beauty and so much goodness in the world. Uh, Correct. we're almost out of time, my friend Where can people let's do this again first of all, because this was not enough. Where can people okay. find you online?
1: Um I'm on scottyroark.com or com or it's all the same I just I bought up all the domains that are the same. Um my biggest one is, is Scotty on Facebook. Um I'm I am i am on every platform so I'm just out there but um Wonderful, my friend,
0: and I, I think you are so to have you back. Thank you for being here. The most wonderful yeah. Scotty Rourke, everybody. If, if you miss those links, SheenaMetalSpiritual.com is how to get a hold of me. And I'm everywhere on social media at SheenaMetal, also hauntedplayground.com, liveparanormal.com, and iHeartRadio.com. Till I see you next time. Seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always work to raise your vibration, and know that you are loved. And you are loved, and you're loved by me. I'm Sheena Metal. This is Haunted Playground. I'll see you next time.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. <laughs>